Okay, so day two, hopefully day one was a winner. And you've got a lovely kind of template for starting to think about how you're building these much more delicious, nutritious and satisfying plates of food. So now we're going to go into a little bit more of the detail. And today is a little bit more about why it's important to have rainbows, variety, and what it means for your gut health. And I think gut health is a massive, massive buzzword. I work really closely with a gut health nutritionist. So I will link when I send this around um, a brilliant podcast that I did with Layla. So if you are fascinated by gut health, definitely give it a listen. This is more like a whistle-stop tour. And this is the thing I want to see appearing in your collage of photos today. I want to see more vibrancy. I want to see more color. And this is the reason why. So hopefully, like magic, I'm going to tell you a bit why it matters first. So I think we're all much more conscious of the fact that there is a lot of research emerging about our health and our well-being and our mental health and our mood and how actually so much of everything that happens in our bodies is actually starting in our guts. So if you think about your gut being a bit of a, a barrier, it's a gatekeeper. It's deciding what is allowed in and what is not allowed in. And you really want your frontline defense to be supersized. You want it to be like all singing, all dancing. Like if you imagine it as, I don't know, like little soldiers basically trying to keep the bad stuff out and keep the good stuff in. Like you want these guys to be doing their job really, really well. And it means that you are going to feel happier. Your mood is going to be better. You're going to be future-proofing yourself against a whole host of different um, diseases. And this is why I think there is so much focus on it, like on social media, just generally in the media, um, because obviously the gut is responsible for digesting and absorbing all of the nutrients from the food that we eat. And again, that really vital role is definitely emerging, particularly after COVID, about the fact that it is um, such a vital part of our immune system. It's deciding whether the bugs are allowed in or whether they're not going to permeate through our gut wall. So what can we do to make sure that we are getting our soldiers all kind of like strong, fit, healthy, with their shields up, ready to kind of like basically bat off the bad stuff? And it really is quite simple. And when you're using the plate method, because there's such a focus on building your plates of food from um, a basis of half of your plate being covered in these non-starchy carbs, this is naturally going to happen as a result of you using the plate method. But I want you to be thinking about abundance. So why have one lettuce leaf when you can have a mixed bag? Why have... Uh, kidney beans when you could grab uh, mixed kidney beans? Why have um, anything in singular form when you know that there's a mixed or variety pack? So really just starting to think that each of your gut bacteria like to eat different things. So you really want to make sure that you are feeding them a feast. And the easiest way to do it without overcomplicating things is to look for differences in color and making sure that there's always variety. So never one vegetable when you can have eight. So obviously it might be smaller amounts of all of those vegetables, but just really crowding your plate with as much variety as possible. And in an ideal world, there is no right and there is no wrong, but there is a massive benefit from you keeping these fruits and vegetables in their whole form. 
Um, and we'll talk a bit more about it when we talk about like blood glucose levels. But if you can eat an apple, you're going to get far more benefit from that than if you kind of blitz it or blend it, if you're breaking down those plant walls. So again, trying to keep fruits and vegetables in their whole form. If you're making chips, maybe keeping the skin on the potato, you're gonna get more fiber. So always just thinking, can you keep it as close to how it kind of naturally comes as possible? Not to demonize anything that isn't close to its natural form, but again, just thinking about the majority habits you have. Because if you're interested enough in your health to be listening to these little webinars, you probably do have a value and a goal around health. Um, so just, coming at this lifestyle change because you have a value around wanting to look after yourself, wanting to future-proof yourself, and remembering that you get to do this. You have permission to feed your body in whatever way you like without judgment. And you should always have flexibility with how you do that. But just having this majority pattern, particularly if you have a goal around trying to optimize health. So just a little bit of knowledge being power, but not linking it with fat loss, not linking it with I do this to kind of punish myself because I shouldn't have the other things. You're going to do this because you want to look after your gut health, because you know it's really important for your immune system and for your mental health and for your longevity on the planet hopefully, you know, touch wood living as disease free as possible. So ideally in whole form, if you're starting to increase your fiber, and you are not somebody who eats a lot of fiber at the moment, you might have to do this quite gently, your guts are going to love you. But guts don't like a sudden change in diet. So if having an abundance of vegetables is relatively new to you, just be gentle on your guts and just slowly move up the portion sizes of your fruits and vegetables. Definitely making sure you're drinking enough so you can obviously move this fiber through your system. Exercise and movement. I mean, it's lovely in my world that all of these things just kind of come together. And again, if you're on the six week reset, we'll be bringing in the training component and the movement component because they're two of the other massive pillars that we're going to be working on. Um, but again, obviously, your bowel needs to have that kind of movement. So if you are sedentary, if you aren't moving your body around, it's so much trickier for you to be digesting food. Managing your stress, and if you're listening to this and you have any kind of irritable bowel syndrome or you know any of those types of sort of stress-related issues that really interfere with your digestion, definitely starting to think about managing that element as well. And I've got some like top apps that I really like to encourage people to use and different sort of stress management techniques as well. Sleep is huge. It is so massive. And if you think about sleep as when you're allowing your body to repair and regenerate, it's no different in your guts, making sure that we are being much more holistic about the way that we see the systems of our body and how they're all interconnected. We're going to talk firstly about the prebiotics. So I don't think I was always aware, and again, have a little listen to the Layla podcast if you're interested to know more about the difference between kind of prebiotics and probiotics. But prebiotics are the non-living, non-digestible carbohydrates that help promote the growth um, and activity of the beneficial bacteria. So you are looking at things like your fruits, your vegetables, your whole grains, and your legumes. And these prebiotics are going to help improve your digestion, support your immune system and reduce your risk of those um, certain diseases as well. So this is, you know, it is just 
it's just the plate method. So it's that half of your plate is going to be all of your prebiotics. And then there's the probiotics. And I'm not going to talk about kind of buying probiotics because I think it's always fantastic if you can take the whole food form and have a think about whether there's anything that's particularly kind of gut friendly and alive that's existing in your diet. Because the probiotics, if you have probiotics or you have like a kefir drink, that's fantastic, but that's going to move through your gut. It doesn't stay there. So you need to make sure that there are some kind of live bacteria that are trying to move through your guts, ideally daily. So these are foods that are fermented or um, foods obviously can contain yeast and it's where those microorganisms are going to exist. And they are nice. They're called like those good or friendly bacteria. So, you know, if you get like the little yakult that it's got like lots of little live cultures in. But I would say that's a very expensive way to get them in. So if you have any leanings toward uh, trying to include some more of these gut friendly foods that are inexpensive ways to make your kefir at home. Again, I'm not going to go into it in this little mini series, but you can make kombucha as well very simply and cheaply at home. Um, yogurts are obviously uh, fermented and then fermented vegetables as well. So things like your sauerkraut and your kimchi. So if you can kind of have like a little dose of that in your day, that's fantastic. So if you're into your overnight oats, you could mix them up rather than with a milk or a plant-based milk, maybe you could use kefir. If you are plant-based, you can get water kefir grains and make water kefir it's like a whole other topic in itself. But I just want you to have a little reflection. Are there some probiotics that already are naturally occurring in your diet? If you don't have any, which ones do you like? And could you start including them? And this is such a hot topic. If you go anywhere like Aldi, the co-op, M&S, there are some gut loving uh, products on the shelf now, much, much cheaper, always to kind of find a way of making your own at home. But if you can't do that, if that's not kind of available to you time wise, um, then obviously just start experimenting, finding out where your preferences lie, what ones you like and how you can start including them today, ideally. So when you're collating up your um your foods for me today. I want to see abundance. I want to see variety. I would love to see like a little nod towards you finding a gut loving food. And uh, if you find it, pop it on your collage and uh, post it up to the group. In addition to posting up to the group today, just a little reminder in case you didn't do it yesterday, I want to know what went well and where you want to focus your energy tomorrow. And I will be back for webinar three. All right, guys, take care.